0: CFF presents 1% Better, a podcast about
1: CrossFit, nutrition, coaching, mindset, and community.
0: Join us as we embark in casual conversation to shed light on what life is like within these black and yellow walls. With episodes coming at you every Monday, you can follow along with Coach Whitney and Terran as we talk shop about all things CFF. Episode 76, another Zoom version. Today, we're talking uh, the all ever asked too much question. What weight did you use? Yeah. What weight did you use? (laughs) Oh, man. I've heard this like tens of thousands of times over the years. I've also asked this question myself. I'm just going to put myself out there and admit my guilt
1: along the way, too. Do you ask it? with the intentions of like comparison and making choices based off of somebody else? Comparison as in like,
0: um, no, not generally, but in terms of like judging what I should use based on what someone else is using in the past. Yes. Now I just don't care because I'm so far past that, but in, because I've done this a long time. I definitely played that card.
1: I'm going to guess that you probably did it in a, in a, I'm going to do more than that person way versus what we see in our membership, which is more of a, I'm going to do the same as that person. Is that a safe assumption? My very first
0: CrossFit workout on day one was Fran. And when they told me that the men and women use different weights that did sit well with me so yeah it was when I saw them doing 95 I had to do 95 (laughs) that was a shell shocker
1: 65 would have been appropriate eh? not even because I've never done a thruster before (laughs) and I don't think did you have pull-ups oh
0: hell no no yeah I was using the assisted machine thinking I was pretty awesome rocking away
1: at that so safe to say that workout in general probably was not appropriate for you you bet my we've we've come such a long way
0: (laughs) but yeah like the way that it's used nowadays or like the context of by which that question is being asked is a little bit different and from a different type of comparison model Mm -hmm. why and especially being now in the middle of the open I would say it's probably more prevalent than it is on a everyday
1: oh I would I would disagree and and I say that because you weren't here on Sunday to actually see what was happening I saw a lot of individual um I want to try this so I'm going to do it this way I want to try one one full wall walk so I'm going to plan my workout in accordance this way or I want to use a bigger box so I'm going to do my workout this way it was I'm going to say that actually didn't happen for the open, which was really refreshing. And I think it gave the athletes far more, like they got far more out of the workout when they went into it with their own, I want to do this versus, oh, I'm going to do it because this person did it that way. It was cool to see.
0: So now that I've spoiled this entire
1: podcast. (laughs) But, but it happens in group class. I'm going to say it happens in group class on the regular. Um, people just asking like, "What weight did you do?" and looking at their scores, and oh, I've got to do this because this person did that, and it's frustrating. It's frustrating as a coach um, on very on several levels because. I find when people default to that question and settle with what somebody else does, they're missing so much out of a workout and out of a class, like out of the whole class, because like as you work to figure out what that weight is for you, you're learning about yourself. So if you just constantly go, oh, what did this person use and just stick with that? You're missing a huge learning opportunity, which is disappointing.
0: Can I just make an asterisk beside everything that you just said? Sure. You're on a soapbox right now.
1: It's your turn today. I was, I was, I was waiting for you to jump in, you did it, but you did it. Uh,
0: the, the main thing is like, this goes back to, and we've talked about this in previous episodes of like why we don't operate on RX and scaled um ed- numbers on the whiteboard. Like exactly mm-hmm. like you said is you're missing these huge opportunities to learn more about yourself, work within ranges that are appropriate and like, and learn what those ranges are. Right. And be able to test those ranges too and push them further, as opposed to just like trying to fit into someone else's bucket that they're working in. That's not where you are right now. Um So that like learning capacity thing is like, that to me is the most important part out of that in- entire process, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think too, you also miss like being able to focus on different aspects of a workout, like cycling, like maybe you suck at cycling because you always pick heavy dumbbells because the person you follow chooses those dumbbells and they're appropriate for them. But now you can't cycle, cycle anything because you're always stuck moving something too heavy and taking breaks and all of that. So like, I find the athlete to come in and and commit to their own plan, be it weight or be it a focus on a workout, they are advancing so much more. And they're less robotic in terms of I'm just going to grab this weight and away we go because such and such used that. And yeah, it's too bad. It really is too bad when that happens.
0: What do you think is the deal? Or like, what do you think that person who operates in that way, the one that is too busy comparing themselves to what others, what do you think they're missing or um like where they are on their journey that is having them behave in that type of way well I'm not the one that asks questions I know this is this this is not
1: cool this is this is bad this is like we need to start all over you take
0: my question and ask it to me
1: (laughs) no I I think it probably stems from from different things I think it's a habit like once you start doing that I think it just becomes a repeated habit like okay, cool, like, I'm in line with this person. So I'm just going to continue to follow what they do. Like, I think it's a habitual thing. Once you kind of make some connections like that. Um, I think it can be an uncomfortable thing. It's an uncomfortable thing to have to make those choices for yourself and like, explore and experience what heavier loads look like, or what faster movements look like. And we can just sit in this comfortable spot of following along. Um, And I think it comes down to comparison and not feeling confident to go against the grain and maybe go lighter and go faster or go heavier and be slower and have your own areas of focus. I think there's there's so many reasons as to why somebody would do that. I wanna lean more towards habitual and people might not know that they're stuck in this habitual um, mode of operation when it comes to choosing weights. habitual and i'm going to say like that insecure of making those scarier choices or choosing to be different would be I my top one that, i think that
0: there's a maturity level involved mm-hmm. in that and an aspect of confidence mm-hmm. and so i'm i'm going to go confidence first because you know like when you start out or or not even just when you start out it's like when you're in that like beginning stage of your journey you're still like in that information overload. So making decisions is almost like you said, a little bit more complicated and more difficult. It's easier just to go with the flow just because you're in taking so much information at the beginning. So for that part, I understand. There is like mm-hmm. a tra- a transitional period where you do start to, to walk the end of the plank and like start to make a couple more decisions. And as you do that, you start to gain that confidence that like, Yeah, I actually kind of understand where I am and what I'm capable of and I'm okay testing the waters and like feeling like shit because I can get uncomfortable now. Um, With that being said, then I think when you start to get into that level becomes the maturity level. And arguably that maturity level is like way further down in your journey. It's like, when you truly understand why you're, why you are doing this, what you're in it for, what your goals are, then you can start to take, you have a better understanding of like how to tailor those workouts that although the person standing next to you is going to blow their guts out. Cause they're going to blow up this workout going so fast and have no purpose behind what they're doing. But you know, that if you work at this way, you're going to just go through the reps at your own pace and da 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 dah. You're going to get what you need out of it. Like that layer of maturity, like I, I call it athlete maturity, right? Like that layer, that's sort of more down the road. I would say once you, you get a little bit more in tune and have that information collected and can start to change your behaviors, you know, Um, those are the types of people that are generally the ones that are getting asked that question, not the ones that are asking the question, you know?
1: Mm -hmm. Yep. I, I love how we program now without weights and we guide our athletes to make those choices and we, we structure our, our whole class around ensuring we make good choices, um, I find it very difficult though, the people who, and again, this is a learning thing and a maturity thing who are like, oh, I've gotta be such and such. And it's like, you don't even know what that person did today. Like you just see their time on the board, but did you know that they modified this? Or did you know that they only did 10 reps instead of 15 reps? And it's just like, can you just invest in yourself and focus on yourself? Like, do what's appropriate for you versus trying to beat someone. And, you know, and that's
0: like that uh, to me, that comes back to a maturity thing because there are other ways to compete. Like, because I understand the need to be competitive and like want to be competitive and stuff like that. I understand that deeply, but there are other ways to compete with others you know in, on your own or whether you have this actual competition between the two mm-hmm. of you then literally what is the objective outcome of that workout like your time mm-hmm. versus my time you know one of the ways that i do it is by pacing that if this person could be doing less reps or less weight or they're modifying movements or whatever but like i make it my goal to move faster than them or stay one round ahead of them or whatever it, it might be there are different mm-hmm. ways to like still work on your goals be competitive and without like having to actually compare yourself side by side to what it is that they're doing and objectively at the end, like just cause you finished a minute faster than me doesn't mean that I'm any less of an athlete. It's like, I went about a different way of doing this and I'm actually really proud of how I approached that. Cause I got better because I worked faster than I probably would have if I was just going blind into this, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, to me, that's a maturity thing.
1: I feel like there's this, I, I feel like our topic has come down to a maturity. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> and Being I a mean, mature, there's grace, exactly.
0: there's grace within that. Like I said, like when you're starting out, you're in information overload, then you move yeah, into like, I think, I'm excited and I want to apply all this new information. And then you move into, okay, I got to pull back and be smarter about how I apply this information.
1: And I think like that's an acceptable evolution, like yeah. an ex- that, and not acceptable. An expected evolution yeah. of a new athlete, and that's fine. And and that's arguably an enjoyable journey to watch. It's it's the when does that maturity kick in, and like we understand and we see big picture what is actually happening instead I of feel just being focused.
0: I feel there's people that never reach that. Probably. But yeah. then arguably you look at other areas of their life and they're probably not really open to feedback in other areas of their life or they're not very coachable in other things that they do in their life. And I mm-hmm. mean, again, now it's a behavioral thing, right? So mm-hmm. it's kind of like this cyclical process. You know, one of the things uh-huh. I was thinking about as we were kind of talking about this was sometimes when we do like um, member stories or just interviews and stuff to like hear about people's stories, one of the things that they praise about coming to the gym or getting involved in this process is that they didn't have to, they don't, they come. Cause they don't have to think about anything. Like everything is automated. They're told what to do. And, you know, going back to like programming with it being written as RF scaled, and now they actually have to make decisions on what they're doing. The storyline still exists, not, not being, or like not having to make decisions but yet yeah, they are making these decisions you know they're being told here's what work out. here's what you have to do here's what you're expected to do with this like movement or this load that you choose you know so um being I a robot that could- isn't all that great but In- having the accountability to like where you are and understanding that process and making those decisions to your own journey is incredibly
1: valuable Yeah, I think that comes down to good coaching that they (laughs) that they're unaware that they're unaware that they're making these choices because you're right. They literally are designing their own workout throughout the class. They just don't know it because that's what we do. And it's just led and coached in a manner that it just is what it is and how it's run. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But you're right. Um, Since we're on a mature athlete conversation (laughs) um, and I, I saw this. Come up uh you asked the question on Facebook about uh about the open and what people were most proud of and all of that and you had a conversation with a member who said I just did this or oh yes only this or yeah like that minimalizing minimizing like they minimizing. had to justify
0: it like yes. they had to justify the load that they chose and how they how many rounds or whatever their score was that they felt the need to justify it. I, I almost hate that more than what weight did you use? You know? Yes. I, like, I agree. I hate it too. And I, I challenge them like take that word just out of there and be freaking proud of whatever it was that you did, especially that because this person is the first year that they're doing it, you know, like you have nothing and nobody to justify that too. Right. You made those decisions. You went out there and tried things that you haven't done before. Even just coming here and doing this workout and being a part of it, never mind being a captain in your first year. Like you have nobody that you owe an explanation to. And not ever, n- nobody ever owes an explanation to to why they made the decisions they did for their workout. Like, let's just be clear about that, regardless of where you are. You know, I challenge that person to own their shit. Like be proud of the decisions that you make, be proud of the outcome, you know, whether it's what you hope for or didn't intend or whatever, there's a learning experience through it all. And own that part of it too. It's like, okay, it maybe didn't go like I wanted it to, but here's what I learned. I'm going to get better from this part. And then you put it behind you and you focus on the next workout the next day or whatever it is. Right? Like that, is a level of maturity. Just like you said, Is like the ability to be proud of what you did and not feel the need that, because every time you add, I only did this, or I just did this. That's a level of comparison without you act like without you actually comparing yourself. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. it's the same thing, just in different light. And it's like, Mm -hmm. you don't owe anybody an explanation. There is nobody that you're being compared to or that you expect to be compared to or nothing like that your workout is yours and yours alone and you got to make it that way and you got to own that whatever happens on the, the other end of it right that's a maturity thing I, I mean you know but again there's that that client journey this person has just started they're a year into it they're still like right now they're in that phase of like oh my god all this information and I gotta apply it right so I think it's, yeah. I, I think I love that they brought that up because it was the first out of all the people that were commenting and the conversations that I had heard. That was the first one that caught my eye, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Stop the bus! We got to address
1: this." <laughs> well, and the funny thing is, with those comments, like the just or only that sits in front of what you did, is I guarantee, like I would bet money that that person and not that specific person, but anybody in general who says that if they heard somebody else saying that, they would stop them and redirect it. They would. I've seen it happen. And it's like, man, like you just said that last week. And now here you are telling somebody not to say it. It's like, you kind of got to look back at the dialogue that you're putting out into the world because you're, you're also somebody who does that. So just being aware of when you catch other people, but you got to be aware of when you're doing it yourself.
0: But I feel like people do like we, as a society in general, we do that about everything, right. Every part of our life is like, we don't want to. And I probably saw this the most when we first introduced bright spot Fridays. It's like, people are afraid to say the good, positive things about their life. Cause they think that, or they perceive that others are going to think they're bragging about it, but it, it's, it's not like that at all. Like you're acknowledging the things that are going right or the good things or whatever like so by you saying like I freaking rock this workout I use the 35 pound dumbbell and I've never done that before I did full to the wall wall walks or I just got my feet up or whatever it might be like you deserve to own that it's not bragging like it's you going through the process of finding the positives in whatever it is and then acknowledging it by being vocal about it it's not bragging it's it's a psychological process, right? And it far outweighs having to think or feel that you have to put just or only in front of whatever accomplishments you have, right? Like, I mean, interchange those words with anything. I just got a promotion at work, but, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I don't even know how to finish that sentence. <laughs> Maybe that was a bad example, but like, i am you know what I'm saying? Like you could interchange those words with anything put only and just in front of it. And it automatically takes away all of the accomplishment and work or setup leading to that moment, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like, man, you deserve
1: that. Uh, Well, and I think if you look bigger picture, like what happens if the person beside you or the person reading that comment did exactly the same thing as you did. And now you just ruined what could have been the most amazing thing for them because you minimized you doing it. Mm -hmm. So now what they're not worthy of doing the 35 pound dumbbell and the wall walk because you just did that. And it wasn't not that it wasn't good enough, but you've kind of laid it out that it wasn't good enough or good enough for anybody that
0: attempted that. Yeah. 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 I didn't think of it that way, but that's definitely a red flag, you know? And I'm sure that when that person made that comment, they didn't intend for it to be that way. That's like anything that we do. You never know how other people are going to perceive that, and this, i mean—that's not. There are just better, better ways to go about it.
1: I and I think it comes back to, it's the way it's said, and like once you say it once, it just becomes this. I'm afraid to say the word just now. It becomes this. <laughs> this thing that you do and that's why I said like I guarantee that person has caught somebody saying that out loud and it stops them but yet we just get into this this habit again things are habitual of saying it about ourselves and allowing it to be okay but we'll quickly turn around and stop somebody else from saying it about themselves. So I think there's like two really prominent kind
0: of like topics not topics but like things that we've talked about yeah themes today is like a you have to be able to make your own decisions and not rely on what everyone else around you is doing to guide your own journey or your own workout or whatever it might be right and then secondly how you acknowledge and talk about that and you know the pride of which you hold or the merit to your own workout can affect not only your own psychology behind it but like also others and when we think back to the type of culture that we want in the gym or that we have in the gym that's a really important point i would say you know so uh it's funny how like one thing like hey what weight did you use actually has like this broader spectrum of like what it actually needs you know and you don't necessarily think of that when you walk up to that person in that moment. You're like, "Hey, Wendy, what weight did you use on your workout today?" Because I'm gonna go do that, and I want to do five pounds more, or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um. Go. What
0: were you gonna say? No, I was just I was oh. just like, man, I love this stuff. Like, it's like we go from talking about what weight you're using into a workout to like the greater psychological impacts of that decision. <laughs>
1: yeah and behavior is so cool not just on yourself but those around you that you are probably zero percent aware that they're impacting other people um since we've talked a lot about like maturity as an athlete what like do you have things that stand out that when you see them happening you go yeah that person has like hit that maturity level
0: I thought you were gonna ask me the opposite way like
1: an immature athlete
0: Yeah. Like what sorts of things like, well, like
1: since we're talking about positives and like (laughs) moving towards the direction of being a mature athlete and we can, and like you said, there are people who will never reach this or maybe not achieve all areas of maturity, but like what things make you go like, yeah, they are advancing into that more mature athlete. Honestly,
0: like the consistency of which they hit the goals that the coach is setting out, and then when they don't hit the goals, how is how is their behavior, or like what are they taking away from that? Like, I I guess like what is their behavior because that can go one of two ways, right? Like you miss the goal and you're like, oh man, I missed the goal, like I sucked. Versus, hey, cool, I missed the goal. Here's why I missed that goal, and here's what I'm going to do the next time this comes up in this similar situation. I would also put it on those that are willing to, those that are like those that understand because like you want people to continuously try new things and lift new weights and like push that level of uncomfortability, but they have to understand that like, say the workout is 15 thrusters and it's supposed to be a moderate load. And you want to try maybe lifting a little bit heavier than you like, cause 55 is comfortable. So maybe you want to try 65, but like you're unsure about 15 reps, you understand the implication of like pulling the reps back. Right. The, so the, the whole understanding of it doesn't need to be as black or white as it written on the whiteboard, you know, to make it yours to hit that goal, I think is a level of maturity. Um, and then how they conduct themselves with others. So I think like, what do they do when that person comes up to them and asks them that question? It's like, do you just go like, oh, I use 35 pounds, turn around and walk away? Or like, what type of information are you giving them? And then how are you guiding them? Like, that's like almost like a leadership quality, which I think that people are more who are in that mature athlete stage ascertain that, that um, leadership quality to them, right? They're able to turn around and be like, you know what, like, what can you do? Like start asking questions, you know, like what can you mm-hmm. do for 10 reps? Where are you uncomfortable? Where are you comfortable? Like, Hey, why don't you add two and a halfs on there and make it eight reps or something? Like not necessarily telling them how to do that. Cause that's the coach's role, but ask questions and see if you can lead them to make their own decision without you just like barfing out what you did and then walking away, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think it's, it's, it's like multi-layer on like the level of maturity And then within that, like your maturity is going to grow to those different layers, you know? I mean, that's a confidence thing, the ability to turn around and start asking questions and make them come to their own conclusions, I would say,
1: but. Mm -hmm. I would also add um, like setting goals within the workout outside of, hitting the intended stimulus like today I'm going to focus on cycling or today I'm going to focus on whatever it might be for you so it's not just a workout but you're actually invested in the workout far different than say a a newer athlete who's literally just trying to survive um i (laughs) And then being able to analyze it too, right? Like, okay, cool. Like I could do it at this weight. Maybe next time I'm going to try to put this weight on the bar and go for the same type of feeling and speed. I think just having those smaller focuses and again, setting them on your own, like not waiting for the coach to come up to you and say, Hey, I want you to focus on X, Y, Z today. Like having that investment in your workout.
0: And I think if you're listening to this and you're in that beginner stage where you know you're in that information overload. I think one of the most immediate actions you can take right now after listening to this episode is like to set a goal of, of like where you where you can help make your where you can move the needle most on your own behavior, right? Like maybe you've already been eye opening about some of the things that you do that fit within some of the parameters we've spoken about. So maybe it's like, wow, okay, here's what I'm doing like, here's what I currently do. I definitely fall into that. The next time I, tomorrow when I come to the workout, I'm not going to ask so-and-so what they do, you know, or I'm going to ask for advice or whatever. Right. Like change that around versus like set a goal to make yourself uncomfortable in your own progression that way, like in your own maturity level, as you go through this. And it's not to say that, like, Like, by all means, I just need to preface this to like, we're not labeling people as immature athletes, as immaturity always has like a negative connotation to it. It just literally means you're walking into something new. Like, you know what I mean? You still have a lot to learn, and there's a process that goes along with this. But like, if you're never taught these things or made aware of these things, you'll never get better. Right. So, these are some of the standards or like growth projections you should try and push yourself towards you know, and others too, right? Like, like, like you said, when you notice people talking like that, call them out on it. You know, that's one of the most powerful things. Like, and if they're coachable, if they're mature in their own behaviors, you know, as a person and individual, they'll understand that and be able to like, Oh, Hey, like, thanks for saying that. Thanks for catching that. And then they start to work on their own journey.
1: I think, um, adding coachable to our list of being an immature athlete, Absolutely. You can be brand new and still be super coachable. I would, I would label you as a mature athlete if you're brand new and coachable hundred percent, that, that is key. And I find too, like we can cross connect, like the people who ask what somebody else did for weight and just follows along. I find those people not as coachable because they now don't trust the coach to make suggestions and guide them towards something that would be more appropriate because they're so dialed in blinders on to doing the same thing as somebody else.
0: I agree. I,
1: I find you can get caught in that trap when you ask that question and yeah, it nine times out of 10 leads you to not being coachable.
0: I agree. (laughs) I'm just, I'm laughing to myself because sometimes when I encounter those people, and I mean, I, I'm not speaking specifically about our gym. Like I, I did it the other day here where I am right now at another gym It's like when someone asks me that question and I know that they're trying to play at my level when they shouldn't be playing at my level, whether it's above or below, it's like, <laughs> I'm just going to teach you it the hard way, right? Like I know what you're trying to do. So let's go. I'll teach you at the hard way. And how you respond is up to you. I have a lot of fun with that, but that's, I just had to laugh to myself because it literally just happened the other day in my open workout with the girl next to me. Oh
1: boy. She thought
0: she could keep up to you? Not my gym, not my place to stay. So I just did my thing. I said, let's go.
1: (laughs) Did you leave her in the dust?
0: I, I don't know about dust, but. I mean, you, I sore back because I just am lazy about lesson? my technique.
1: Yes, I would think so. Okay.
0: How she okay.
1: took that lesson, that's up to her. Did you get a vibe if she was mature about it or not?
0: Absolutely not.
1: She was not mature about it?
0: Probably very highly uncoachable. Mm. You see all these things go all hand in hand, right? I mean, frick, you don't even know me. Like, let's add that element to this. <laughs> well,
1: and even if but you I mean. do it somebody.
0: No, I, I was actually, I was backing up on that. I was like, take this literally, like, here's what you know. I own a gym. I did regionals for many, many years. Like, all you know are these, like, things that aren't even important anymore. And that's what you're using to compare yourself. It's like. That makes no sense. Use your brain.
1: But I, and I was going to say like, even if you do know the person next to you, you don't know what kind of day they had or why they're making the choices they are (laughs) like, yeah. And like, I had that in my own, like I had this conversation with myself last week as I was trying to decide what version of the open workout to do. And it's like, well, I'm quite capable of all the RX stuff, but like, that's just not the type of workout I want to have. And it's like somebody from the outside could sit there and be like, well, why isn't Whitney doing it RX? And it's like, because she doesn't want to. Like, I don't want to be in that position. I want to have a good time this year. So I'm gonna go scaled. And arguably it was not a great time, but like at least <laughs> I knew what I was in for. And I I confidently could say I could get myself out of whatever hole I ended up in. But it's like you just don't know the backstory of that day yeah. or that week or their past experiences <laughs> to them. And make your own choices based off of what you think you might know. Like it's it's so bizarre, so bizarre.
0: I love human behavior. I should have been a psychologist.
1: It just makes me wonder sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So wrap her up. I, I to to yeah. You. What do you what do you got for a listener question?
0: Listener question. I'm not necessarily going to make it a question more of a challenge. Like I said, like, evaluate. Raise your, raise
1: your hand if you're guilty of any of
0: these things. <laughs> and I mean, we started the podcast off right away saying like, hey, I'm guilty 100%. So I'm not going to put myself out there like I'm some evangelist that like I don't or haven't. I, um, you know what? Side story. Like I was actually – Mark and I were just working out in our in the garage the other day here and we're doing we actually do, were doing the cross of function workout but we were doing it running instead of biking and overhead squats
1: mm-hmm. and
0: so we did 400 meter runs and then the descending ladder of overhead squats and like Mark was working empty bar I did 55 he was crushing me on the runs and the whole running I was like man I'm gonna get back there and I'm just gonna like all so far behind and then we're running and he would lap me and I was, you know, I'm having this like comparison talk to myself about like why I can't keep up with him, you know? And I just thought like, no, this is my own workout. So like, that's like a, a maturity type of thing is like, I'm just going to pace this so that I can focus on doing all these squats unbroken, which was my goal, you know, mm-hmm. that
1: was just a little side story. Okay. Um, you just needed to prove that you've reached maturity. <laughs> In your, like, 12 years, we finally made it.
0: (laughs) You know what? That didn't happen, though, honestly, till, like, my last year of competing. So, like, I had already put five or six years of regionals behind me, and I wouldn't qualify myself as being mature until, like, my sixth, seventh year of competing. And as embarrassing as that is to say out loud, that's how truly hard that journey can be especially when you're somebody who's like super type a competitive mindset you know so I don't take away I'm not trying to take away from those people that like maybe really struggle with the comparison aspect it definitely comes down to a coachability which I would say I'm super coachable I just didn't have the right people saying the right things to me right which I think our members have the benefit of that all of our staff is on board and like we're all saying the same things and we're all preaching the same story and like, we want the best for these people, et cetera, et cetera. Like we understand the bigger picture. Um, you know, it's unfortunate that it took me that long to come, come around that way, but like, that's just part of the journey and having the right people in your corner.
1: And I'm sure we could analyze this as a as more of a professional athlete, it probably takes a little longer to mature because I think your investment in things and the heaviness that failure can weigh on you. Like, I think that could probably just be a professional athlete. Yeah. Issue, like in terms of it taking a long time to get through all of those deep, dark holes that exist there. <laughs> yeah. But when it's for your own personal health, it can be easier and quicker to overcome that. type Yeah. Of stuff. Yeah. So I guess like
0: going back to that listener challenge is like put your hand up or like be able to assess, you know, have you caught yourself having those types of conversations? If you have, how have you responded? Right. Like, what can you change or do differently? Maybe next time you come into the gym and you're about to approach your workout. Okay. Like, I'm going to throw a bunch of questions at you here. Just, just more so to like, make these guys think a little bit. Um, what, how do you respond or like, how do you behave when the decisions you do make don't provide the outcome that you're looking for? Right. Like maybe you miss the goal or, Um, like maybe you went in there trying to compare yourself and now all of a sudden you don't stack up the way that you wanted to, how are you going to react? I mean, that's a, that's a whole conversation in and of its own. And then to kind of tap into the last half of our conversation is like, what are you going to do to put yourself in a leadership position to guide somebody who comes to you with those questions now? what can you do? What kinds of questions can you ask to redirect them, to guide them, to make their own decisions? Can, are you able to like, just call somebody out on their bullshit, right? Like, don't talk like that. Um, You know, because part of, part of the, the culture within our gym is having those leadership people in there to like, help other people along. And that doesn't mean just limited to like, grabbing them under your wing and showing them where the equipment is and things like that it's like now you need to step up a little bit more and like turn that conversation around so that they can get what they need out of the workout because you understand that right Mm -hmm. so i think it where on that multi-level like where in the onion are you (laughs) what what layer of onion skin are you on (laughs) yeah yeah, I want to. I mean, if you want to share that conversation with me or with Winnie, like I'm sure we would love to have that conversation. That is, I mean, that in and of itself, being able to converse about that, is a level of maturity. I would say. Yes, I was
1: just going to say that. Like
0: you're able to acknowledge your own. Sort. I just want to say you're able to acknowledge your own bullshit, right, and be able to talk Honestly, about it. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that also shows just like how committed you are to your own journey and like what you want out of this and arguably there are people that just want to come in and get their workout done that's it turn out and walk around the door but with that being said you still got to be able to make some decisions while you're in there so um yeah converse with us if you feel comfortable we want to have those conversations with you cool mindset and mindset is an animal of its own and you know what like Maybe you're not at this level. Maybe you just need some beginner introduction to like learning how to handle your own mindset, how to put yourself in a more positive position, you know, focused on your own needs and wants and goals and stuff like that. We talk a lot about that kind of stuff in our free group. Um, so I'll link that below in our, in our show notes here. Um, but yeah, share that stuff with us. As always, you know how to follow our socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Anything more to add?
1: nope i'm good
0: episode 76 how much did you lift